1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation, the second hour of the Ghost Chronicles radio shows. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me is my lovely co-host, the most amazing Ann Kerrigan.
2: Ooh! Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Nice to be back. Oh, I'm amazing. Woohoo! hoo! today. Amazing, Ann. For today. An- Anne. For, to be today. A magician. <laughs> for today. For <laughs> my next anyway. trick. <laughs> so, uh,
1: in, in the first show, and I talked about this on the uh, uh, morning show, to so the Monday show, is that uh, this is all about the ghost hunters in South Carolina who uh, were investigating uh, an abandoned house because they thought it was haunted, mm-hmm. and they found a dead body in the freezer. <gasps>
2: Oh, yeah, I saw that uh, in passing somewhere, but I never got a chance to read about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hello.
1: (laughs) So what would you do if you found the body in the freezer?
2: Oh, Jesus. Run screaming from the house. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Ghosts might not scare me too much, but that, oh, that might bother me. Uh, Just a little, just a little. Oh, and imagine how bad it smelled. That's the well,
1: thing. It, was, it smelled like mm-hmm. terrible. It, you know, there's no power in this abandoned house, and the the body was
2: covered uh, in maggots as well. Oh no, no, yeah. no, no! La 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 la! No, <laughs> just I mean, they must have smelled it as soon as they walked in the. Well, oh, they
1: did. Oh my God! But Steve and I both said we'd probably open it.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, nope. I'd make you guys open it. I'm like, I'll I'll go. Well, I'd make aside. Jim open
1: it, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> hey,
1: Gemma, you want to see what's in Here, there, please, check,
2: sure. check that out. Sure, Ron. Did <laughs> you? <laughs> oh, dead body.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is totally totally gross. Anyways, the the yeah. house burned down too mysteriously too afterwards.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Had they already gotten the body out by then? Yeah,
1: yeah, but oh, uh, probably probably preserve evidence.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I had a laugh because this story is actually the one I'm looking at now. It's, it's from the New, New Zealand Herald, so it, it went all the way to New Zealand. Wow! That's it must be a slow brilliant. year in New Zoo- Zealand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this was in South Carolina. Yeah, South, South. Carolina. So, and so uh,
1: I- let me give you I'll tell you the right place. Uh, yeah, so tell,
2: Can you tell I me think. about? Yeah, and I know you talked about it on the last show, but.
1: It was in Orangeburg interested. County.
2: Ah, and it was just a random spot they decided to investigate.
1: The Norway house.
2: The Norway.
1: Well, they yeah, there was there were a bunch of uh, there was eight of them. They were uh, off roaders. They were driving their uh, ATMs or whatever the hell they are and
2: ATVs. Uh, yeah. ATM in the, uh, to get cash.
1: Well, who knows? Maybe they need cash if you get an ATV. <laughs> Anyways, they, uh, they yeah they. <laughs> They thought this place was haunted because it's abandoned. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got to be haunted. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, they went in and investigate, and that's what they got. Oh, Good for them. <laughs> God, ew. But, you and know, that's if- not the first time that happened.
2: Oh, really?
1: Oh, and yeah, back in uh, 2015. Uh, Let me see. Here it is. Yeah, back in 2015 in Pittsburgh, uh, Mississippi. A uh, the, the bunch of amateur ghost hunters decided to investigate this uh, old abandoned hospital and they found yes. the body of a dead woman.
2: I remember. Yeah, now I remember that. Yes. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. It makes so, you guess- know, you might want to check your spot out before, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what would
1: you, oh you'd go wherever I say you'd go out running.
2: Yes, I would. Yeah. I adamantly would I not, understand? not stay in the open the refrigerator. Uh uh-uh. no. I can read about it in a book. I can even watch it in a movie, but in real life, no way, no way. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Oh my lord!
1: No. no. Not a go, huh?
2: Not a go. Not okay. a go. So uh, I have something unless you have okay. more to say. I've, I, we're just right. kind of freelancing the like season we talked about it before.: That's right. So we're all in quarantine, we and, have? well, no, not here. I mean, in general, so many people are hey. in quarantine these days. Uh, and have you ever wondered what it would be like if you were quarantining and realized you had a ghost in your house? Right? Oh, that would be
1: cool. I can go investigating without leaving my house.
2: Yeah, Perfect. All the way to the living room. Hmm. But think about it. So many people, I mean, what do you do? You do the same thing every day. You get up early, rush, 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 get out of the house, go to work. Your home is empty three quarters of the day. And suddenly you're forced into quarantine. And you are noticing things because you're home all day. Like, what is this weird noise I'm hearing? I'm hearing footsteps upstairs. Nobody lives upstairs. What's, what the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. So that must be pretty unsettling. So I was reading about uh, these guys in LA and they started to shelter in place for the coronavirus. They were home, they're baking bread. They're walking. They're doing a little, you know, little bitty home re- renovations, but all of a sudden, uh, these this guy's name is Adrian. Adrian. Adrian says we're there one night, and all of a sudden, the doorknob just started to rattle. Oh, that's the doorknob, cool. the doorknob to their apartment, and it, you could they could hear it all the way across the apartment. And they go open the door and no one's there. And then a little while later, they're laying in bed at night. And all of a sudden, the window shade starts shaking, 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 shaking all by itself. The adjacent window shade is perfectly still. The cats are all hanging around on the bed. There's no birds, There's no bugs. There's nothing stuck in the window. And Adrian says, I thought it was an earthquake, but nothing else was shaking. Hmm. And uh, he said, I very seriously hid myself under the comforter like you see in the horror movies, because it freaked me out. (laughs) That's a big, brave suit. I know, right? Well, so he says neither he nor his partner had ever noticed any unexplained activity at home before this. And suddenly now they can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads And no one lives above them in that apartment. Mm -hmm. So uh, Adrian says, I'm a fairly rational person. Uh, I try to think, what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? Uh, And when I don't have those answers, I think maybe something else is going on. Uh, So he's he's a young guy. He's 26. He works in IT. So like all, all our IT guys, my IT guy works from home. Uh, so who, who else has anybody else had these problems? I don't know. We'd love to hear from you. Um,
1: because you had a ghost in your house. A lot of people had ghosts in their houses before the quarantine,
2: but they never knew it because they weren't there. They weren't there. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, this stuff's happening. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I think it's reasonable. I guess. I mean, and and I know you like okay. So you're there on the weekends, but maybe the ghosts aren't there on the weekends. I don't know.
1: Well, <laughs> but are, when, when we, you're in your house just,
2: suddenly twenty four seven, you notice stuff. We,
1: I mean, we've discussed this before. Not not particularly you and I, but uh, I know we've Steve and I have talked about it, and, and perhaps Lou and other people that the we don't believe that paranormal activity exists unless there's a human factor involved. Hmm. So other words, you know, the old thing if a the tree, tree falls, falls in the place. wood, but that's not happening because a paranormal uh activity or, or anything is it, a human experience. The mm-hmm. the need the human to make it happen, basically.
2: Right. Hmm.
1: So I don't know, you know, so it makes sense. I mean, yeah, there's nobody there. Is the house haunted or
2: whatever? All right. Well, if there's no one there to report it, no one would ever know anyways. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that increased energy level in the house, too. That's true. Because now suddenly there's people there all the time. So you've got that energy all the time. Plus, you've got, think about it. I've got two dogs. People have animals that are also at home all day by themselves. So now that's even more energy because you're interacting with your pets. So that is raising, right? You're raising the vibration. You're playing with your pets. Your pets are like, let me out 200 times a day because now you're here to let me out 200 times a day. I know that's my dogs do that. I'm bored. Let me out. So there's a lot of things that could play into it. It could,
1: exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the other thing is, they're not there during the time. Maybe those sounds always happen, and they're not, they're just natural part of whatever environment they're in. But they've never been there to witness at that time. So, Uh
2: could be, what do they call that when something always happens at the same time every day? Not residual, but.
1: Oh, you mean. yeah, it's a residual. All right. Is it a resi-
2: residual? Like yeah. kind of like oh, of an imprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Residual. Although if it was that way when then they are on the weekends, it should happen on the weekends too. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I can't help you with it. <laughs> <laughs> well well no that's clue. why
2: you're always seeking answers, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean it's something you investigate. and it's you know, I I was contacted to by a woman recently that uh, who lives in an apartment and uh, the people above her, whatever room she goes in, they follow her.
2: Cut it out. No. Are there really and, people above her?
1: Yeah, and yeah, they. She goes here. They. They. She can hear them in the room above her. She goes into another room. She can hear the same noise in, the, in another room. Uh, you know, it's not constant room like you. You just think, but yeah, it, se- it seems to be falling, and so she's going out of her mind.
2: <laughs> well, apartments aren't always very big. I mean,
1: it's really a condominium. Sorry.
2: Oh. Mm. But still, even even some condominiums are really just glorified apartments. Yeah. So, I, it is kind of long odds to think that someone would continually do that every single time you were listening.
1: And every time she's on the phone it gets quiet.
2: Hmm. Guess I'd have to be there to Definitely. figure that out. But it does seem a bit much to be coincidental.
1: I know. It's pretty weird.
2: Hmm. Unless she's got a psychopath living upstairs so just playing with her mind. It could very much be too. But
1: then, <laughs> where, how would they know? Uh,
2: well, I suppose they couldn't hear her. Yeah. So, how would they know?
1: Yeah, because it's yeah, it's strange.
2: Ooh. Anyways, maybe they have cameras.
1: That's one of the things she's thought about. She bought one of those little things to detect them, and she couldn't find detect any of it.
2: Oh, okay. I'm like, they could install, like, drill through the hole and install at the ceiling somehow. Yeah,
1: they have little devices that you can buy and do that.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Oh, this is interesting. I know that, you know, you and I investigated a roller skating rink. Remember one of our listeners Uh asked us to go up and we took a look at it?
2: Yeah. That was that was fun and a little crazy, yeah. (laughs) Hello? What the hell is that? What? What the hell is what? Hello, Ron, could you hear that? No, what? You didn't hear that? No.
1: Wow, it was like all
2: this this
1: broadcast actually came through.
2: I don't know. Talking
1: understand. about par- paranormal activity. It was so weird. You oh. couldn't hear that, huh?
2: No, I didn't hear anything. I
1: wow! Heard you
2: disappear.
1: <laughs> that is strange. Anyway, I have no clue what that was. The uh, okay. Anyway, I'm just gonna have to let that go.
2: Well, I, so well, I, yeah. You have a, ha- a haunting on our own show.
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: <laughs> Speaking about
1: weird stuff that's going on, and, and you know, twenty twenty hasn't ended, so evidently it's it's still going on. It's a twenty twenty one. Yeah, it never ends. Yeah. Yeah, it seems so weird, but I am continually get bombarded by mysterious photographs.
2: Really, is that still happening,
1: Jan, uh Jan has a she here and i both had an extensive book collection well she she's you know being stuck here inside as everybody else right. went back to one of her old books and and took it to read it and she opened the the book and in the book was a photograph oh really? of a place that we have no clue we have never seen it before
2: seriously seriously what is it what does it look like
1: it's a outdoor. Well, I have it right here. If I can, just uh, reach it. Uh, I could unplug this right uh, <laughs> here. Okay. Where is that baby? Uh, come on, I was right. In my, oh, here it is. I got it. Okay, let me go back in. All right. Yeah, it's a picture of a house, a piece of a house. There's, there's a appears to be. It's in the woods, there's a stump, there's flowers, there's a something, a butterfly. <laughs> uh,
2: a butterfly?
1: Yeah, big butterfly. Uh-huh. And I think it's a butterfly. Yeah, it looks like a butterfly. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's in the woods and it's, I'm looking at this thing and I have no clue where it is.
2: Oh my goodness. So it's an actual photograph. It's not yeah. like a reprint, like, oh No, my it's God. got the,
1: the printing on the back and everything else, uh, the development. Uh, let me see if I can see the development mark on it. Let me put it up to the light here. Uh, no, I can't. I can't read it. It's got, definitely got writing on it. It's got the uh, print on it, but uh, yeah, it's a photograph. strange. And that's the third one that showed up. Hmm. I have an, an another book. We found another photograph once a bun. No idea where it came from. Nothing We either one of us recognized. It's
2: just random books you're pulling off the shelf.
1: Yeah, random books. One of them, you know, the, one, the original photograph, the, the one that started everything in the world that went wrong. Right. Uh,
2: of the girls. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it it's was your the fault. Girl.
2: Yes, I forgot. We're supposed to blame you yeah, it's for whoever everything. sent you that photograph.
1: It's for That's- everything. Yes. yeah. Until we've solved the, who those women, girls are. And you can <laughs> go to uh, the Mysterious Photograph page and it's on there. And if you know these or recognize these girls, then you let us know so we can end all the misery mm-hmm. we're in. It's, <laughs> everything's happened since that photograph has appeared. It came in a book, one of my books one that I authored. Uh, and a plain wrapper sent to me with no, 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 nothing on it. Just sent to it and the book and the photograph. So hmm.
2: Hmm, hmm,
1: hmm. intriguing.
2: That's strange. That is very. The third
1: bizarre. photograph. I don't, I mean, the second photograph, I'm not sure it is right now, but yeah, that was another one that was uh, strange. It just appeared in one of the books. So. ha. Huh.
2: That's very bizarre.
1: Yeah. So what I, I might do is I might scan this and put this in the next newsletter so that people yeah, can see it too. You should. Yeah. You
2: totally should.
1: For those who don't know what I'm talking about, they, several months ago, I, before, before the pandemic, before everything started, uh, I received a book in the mail with a mysterious photograph, an old photograph of a couple of girls on it in the woods sitting down. And, uh, yeah, I posted it on, on the website, uh, under the mysterious photograph and, uh, that's kind of started things, but there has been so many more. We, every month I post a, a photograph that someone sends, uh, to me, not mysterious. Well, it's mysterious, but it's not in the same group of book photographs that I get, mm-hmm. um, and people can comment on it. So if you sign up for my newsletter, you can actually see it. And, and you go to the page. There's a Facebook page that you can leave comments on it and stuff. And people uh, send me their photographs. And I post them. And there you go. So I will post this. And I'll put it in the next newsletter. Oh, very uh, cool. And if you don't get the newsletter, you should. It's it's kind of cool. It's interesting stuff in it. Uh, it's free. It's uh, If you go to the Indie Ghost Project website, uh, you can sign up right there. And uh, there you go.
2: Oof! All righty. Hmm. Wow, that is very bizarre. Well, to I wonder if all these pictures have a common denominator. That's
1: what I was thinking about. I noticed there's a lot of like trees and woods in it, so I'm I wonder if it's related somehow or yeah,
2: whatever. that would be very very weird. I mean, even weirder than it already is. But <laughs> yeah, what if there's a reason? What if it's?
1: I'm assuming there is a reason. I'm getting these
2: things trying to lead you or or give you a message about what all these places have in common.
1: Yeah. I just uh, have no clue what they oh! are, or where they come from, but wow. there you go. Oh
2: my goodness. What else
1: interesting? So, yes.
2: so just kind of continuing to play off what I was talking about before. So because, uh, if you accept the premise that ghosts are real, uh, It stands to reason that some tension would naturally result in their flesh-and-blood roommates starting to spend much, much more uh, time at home together. Mm. So, J. John E. L. Tenney, that's quite a name, who describes himself as a paranormal researcher and is a former host of of the TV show Ghost Stalkers estimates that he received two to five reports of a haunted house each month in 2019. And lately it's been more like five to 10 in a week. Uh, He says in 1999, immediately. before, Yeah, (laughs) I know. Right. Why two right in in 99 before Y2K. Oh my God. The world was going to end. Clocks were going to blow up and go backwards and the world was going to explode. Yeah. Uh, He said he witnessed a spike in reported ghost and poltergeist activity, as well as UFO sightings. Uh, He also thinks uh, in his experience that these are also on the rise at this moment. Uh, It does have something to do with our heightened state of anxiety uh, and our hypervigilance. Uh, He has no doubt that the vast majority of these cases are completely explainable in nature. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> uh, and when the sun comes up and the house starts to warm up people are usually at work they're not used to hearing the bricks pop and the wood expand and people have just never had the time to notice it and i think that that makes sense because all houses make noises even new houses make noises especially old houses make noises i grew oh, up tons of noises, a very yeah. very I grew up in a 200-year-old home, mm-hmm. so it definitely stands to reason that people are going, "Oh my God, what's that?" Like you just did, and yeah, that they're just starting to pick up on these things.
1: I mean, uh, that's one of one of the things that paranormal investigators uh, are missing is that you know they go into these things; they're they're in there for a few hours at at max. And they have to deal with some stuff. You really don't know until you're around for a long time. And you can hear what the natural sounds of the environments
2: are. Right. Yeah, yeah. Plus, also, I think a lot plays into it. People are confined. People are depressed. People are maybe getting into a state where they have a little bit of paranoia. Um, I mean, depression causes a whole lot of things to happen in people. And especially if you're alone and you don't have a spouse or, mm-hmm. you know, significant other or whoever they're with you. I mean, you're probably there talking to the cat who knows, but I
1: talk to the cat anyways.
2: That's right. Well, I talk to my dogs, but that's normal. But I mean, All this plays into it, your emotional, your, your, your mental state, it, it plays into it. And if you keep hearing these noises after a while, yeah, you start to believe there's something else here besides me. I mean, it could be somebody completely rational and, and maybe doesn't have depression and they still hear those things, but I mean, it just all is there. It's all playing into it. So I just want to say it. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, some of, I mean, a lot of paranormal activity can be explained, uh, psychologically anyways.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Well, we just got our two minute warning. Just we did. Call Why your
1: attention to that. Why did I miss that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyways, oh, I do want to mention one minute, uh, and I do want to, well, I'll have to talk about that when I get back from the break. Anyways, uh, we want to thank, uh, this show is brought to you by, uh, no, this sh- you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our loyal Patreon uh, members of the Dead Air Society. So we want to thank them, too, for making this all happen as well. And uh anything else you want to add, there in?
2: Uh, nope. I think you covered it all. Like
1: I, I got it think all. Do you have
2: anything else I'd like to add?
1: Well there <laughs> you go. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Anyways, uh I guess that's it. And we'll be right back uh in a few minutes, I guess. Uh after the following messages.
2: And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And I hope everybody's doing well.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. what I wanted to mention before the thing is uh, this weekend we have a huge event coming up. Steve and I will be hosting right. the Quintessential British Ghost Project, which mm-hmm. will be an all-day event. It's an online event, so... Uh, you can uh, listen online and it'll also be on demand afterwards. So if you can't spend the whole day with us, you can listen what you can and then go back and online and actually see it because it's, it's video. Uh, and we will have uh, two, two psychic mediums. We have Stephen Scott from Scotland and we have uh, Barry John, who of course was on most haunted for uh, quite a while. And we have two uh, parapsychologists, Dr. Dr. Cal Cooper, uh, <laughs> who is uh, doing uh, paranormal research at the University of Cambridge, as well as uh, one of the one of his books, uh, Telephone Calls from the Dead. And also Dr. Ann Winsper, who you probably just saw recently on In Search of on Time Slips. And uh, she uh, will be joining us as well with two paranormal Historians, including Richard Felix from Most Haunted, who was on there many years, and uh, the uh, proprietor of the Great British Ghost Tour um, and the Teller of Curious Tales, uh, Dylan Jones. So it's a good lineup. It's 15 bucks, too, which is wicked cheap. Cheap! Gives you uh, access to the uh, on-demand feature as well. If you just sign up for the on-demand feature, it costs you 20 So, hey, sign up for the live uh-huh. event and you get oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that's go to anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com.
2: That is an awesome lineup. Mm. Oh, my goodness. All righty. It's going to be so, an awesome day. There
1: and as I mentioned, so, it's a video, too, so you get to see it. And you get to ask questions and so forth.
2: So is that going out, is that like a, what, is it on Zoom? What's the platform?
1: Uh, I believe it's Zoom, yes.
2: Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So you can see all the other people attending or is it just uh, Yeah,
1: you can the unless presenters. They, they don't want to be seen, of course.
2: Many people don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, you know, there's been hanging around the house for months and months and months and not, I don't want anybody to see me. No, nope, thanks. <laughs>
1: anyway, so. yeah, go ahead.
2: My people who are still qu- hanging around the house, I, I have another uh, quarantine story. Okay. And so we have a lady named Janie Cowan who believes she's been haunted since college. And she calls her ghost Matthew. Why and not? Hey, why not? It's another young lady. She's 26 years old. And she says, historically, Matthew has made his presence known in her Nashville home through the sounds of someone running up and down the staircase at night. And she said, it's not like the house is settling or the cat is walking. It's, it's just, it's clearly, it is what it is. So her husband said that around the same time, they began to self-isolate in March. He, because he's a good husband, he started to use their guest bathroom. So his wife, who is a home health nurse, and she's been working a lot of night shifts during the pandemic. He started using this other bathroom so his wife could sleep in without him waking her up with his morning routine. That's so thoughtful. Mm -hmm. So he said that he's found that Matthew, who both spouses agree prefers Mrs. Cowan, doesn't seem to appreciate that he is doing this. And on three separate occasions, while showering in the guest bath, Mr. Cowan has unexpectedly been blasted with cold water. (laughs) He insisted it was not just a quirk of the plumbing. He said, every time I reached out to find that the hot water nozzle had been turned off. Hmm. So there's a little, hey, you're messing up my ghostly routine. Could you please go back to the other bathroom? <laughs> I thought that was a funny one. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, people, believe it or not, that there is a huge amount of deaths that occur in bathrooms. I don't know if you knew that.
2: Um, I didn't.
1: It's probably one of the most haunted rooms in the house. Well most deadly rooms in the house
2: i thought uh, they were supposed to be in there those ghosts isn't there some ghostly like uh you know rule well, I, you no, know, no bathrooms
1: no that's not true
2: because i
1: i know one case that i investigated where uh the woman had a peep and ghost that every time she took a shower she he would come in ah. and, and watch her in the shower and move the shower curtain and
2: wow still perverted even even in death even after yeah. that.
1: Well, why not? Because if you believe that, uh, you know, g- ghost is just a disembodied spirit, then if you haven't changed, you'll still be the same. So if That's you're a pervert in life, you are probably a pervert in death.
2: God, I'd like to think dying might change you, but I guess not. No. <laughs>
1: Oh, I had a laugh because on Facebook, because there's so many great things you can buy on Facebook. Oh, right? Yes. So many advertisements that they have uh-huh. in there. Uh-huh. And I remember when I was a kid in the comic books, they had X-ray vision glasses. Well, yeah. that I just saw they were advertising it on Facebook. As-
2: oh, cut it out. No,
1: they actually, you know, they got the little video. They take the glass and they, they show her a woman's leg oh, and they, they yeah. put it over with, you know, she has clothes, either a pants or the skirt. I forget what it was. And they put her on. You can see a leg right through it. It's like, okay, here you go.
2: Oh, okay. And if you can draw Bazooka Joe, you can send away and be a master artist, right? Oh, that? right. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Can you draw this picture? You could, You could be. Famous artist. I don't. Something crazy. You know, little bazooka bubblegum. Do they still make bazooka?
1: Yeah, I got a whole ton of it in my house.
2: Cut it out. Really? Yeah. Those those little, the little, it was like a, a, boy, are we digressing? But in little black, red, white, and blue, right? Yeah. Little little tiny packages. Of course, they're they're
1: big. They're huge.
2: Yeah. And you try and chew on it. It's like a rock
1: no, no, well, it's' because you get a stale one if you get a good well, one they're good. i yeah, I actually I have
2: a like a rock
1: they they know. have and and I have it in my house. they have uh, yeah, they sell it. they're still very, very popular uh it's very popular with uh, uh baseball players, little league baseball players especially ah. yeah i I have the the chew the chew tub, which is a big, huge plastic tub of the stuff. That yeah. is is that's what it's made for. It's sold to for the little league.
2: Oh my god! And it's yeah. bazooka.
1: Yeah, bazooka, absolutely oh, bazooka. And oh. and it's Demolos carries it, and uh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> Blast from hey, the past.
1: Hang on a second, I'm going to go get it. No, actually, I don't have to hang on a second because I'm wireless.
2: <laughs> I can still oh, talk to you. Oh, you tricky boy! You tricky boy.
1: Yeah, but uh,
2: that that's. Is- Whoop, don't walk too far, you're buzzing. He's gone, he's out of range. I'm coming back. He's coming back. Coming back. You're walking away, it's going Yeah, I know,
1: I can sell. (laughs) Oh, I I stand corrected. It is not bazooka, it's
0: double bubble.
2: Uh, Oh, I was gonna say hubba bubba. Double bubble? Double bubble. Double bubble. Well, for those of you who are listening, who are?
1: Well, maybe, I'm going to have you know, to go look up Zucker now. Just a little
2: see. longer, longer in the tooth, like Ron and I. Well, I'm not as long as Ron, but anyways, okay, uh, so no, they can't be. Uh, how old are you now? 125. Yeah, I don't even know, but it's a childhood yeah. thing. They still but, sell it. They still sell it.
1: Yep, I'm looking at it on online. You can see it. They have the tub just the same. So uh, double bubble is. Uh, uh, you know, it's very much like the bazooka ones. Mm-hmm. It is uh, their their thing, but they have a bazooka has the tub as well.
2: Oh, so, that's funny! I had yeah. I couldn't tell you Contains the last. Contains one hundred sixty
1: five pieces yeah. per container.
2: Oh, thank thank goodness! Serving
1: size one piece, fifteen calories.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I chewed a piece of gum, but uh, the gum is not my thing no. at all.
1: Anyways, yes, Joe Bazooka is still there. Ah,
2: oh, good to know. Yeah, they had the comics in it, right? Yeah, they had a little comic. Or they had a little, uh, you'd unwrap the gum, and they had a little comic on it. Uh, but there was also, somewhere in there, you had to draw, you could draw something, and it was all related to Bazooka. i am I'm pretty sure. That's what I recall
1: it's 1298
2: uh <laughs> I, <laughs> here we are completely
1: complete yeah includes joe uh, bazooka joe's comics
2: all right perfect
1: so, all right there you go
2: go crazy what are you gum
1: <laughs> yeah get your uh, joe bazooka gum and uh, Joe Bazooka is uh, 225 count, where mine is much less than that. I could see. Wow. It. Yeah, okay. mine's only 165. All
2: right. Okay. So I, I have something, which is. Weird. Oh,
1: I'm sure you do. So
2: I, have a weird, I have a weird picture. So this I got from the daily record. This has got to be like a, a UK like, brag or something. I don't know. So, it says, a spooky picture is freaking out Scots after it appeared to show a lady on the rocks at a Highland lock. Sally Price was taking pictures of seals at Applecross when she accidentally snapped the ghostly figure. After enjoying a walk and taking in the views, Sally headed home completely oblivious to the fact that she had just pictured the haunting site. Uh you can she was trying to take a picture of a seal apparently. And uh she took a picture and she said you can just see its wee head popping up out of the water in the picture. Then when we got home I was looking at this photo and something caught my eye on the coastline. Can you see the lady on the rocks? So I have posted this picture on the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page. So if you pop on there, tell me what you see. Uh, Other people who have looked at the picture, uh, she put it onto a Facebook group called Scotland Scenery. Hundreds of Scots flooded the comments in disbelief. One person said, that's spooky. She seems to dominate the picture. Another said, unbelievably clear blonde hair. It looks like she's holding her cape at the neck. Someone else added, you can see her clearly. I wonder who she is or was. Uh, another said, it looks like a lady with a basket on her lap. So check out this picture on our Facebook page, Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation, and tell me what you think. Tell me if you see it. I completely think it's pareidolia, but mm-hmm. uh, I it is, it, when you when you look at it, you're like, Oh crap! Because she doesn't say where in the picture it does she circle it? Yeah, she did. It has that red circle, but oh good, thank God! Thank God, because we all need those red circles to find what we're looking at. But it is it is definitely uh, conspicuous. But I do think it's pareidolia. So another local explained this is a fairly common apparition in the West Highlands. It is the kelpie these female forms haunt the edges of locks and coastlines. Part of the Gaelic culture, but not as baleful as the Irish Banshee. They are generally seen as harbingers of good luck, though somewhat frightening to the generally diffident Highlanders and Islanders. So uh, if you look at the picture, it is very unusual, but uh, so that's my little, that's my ghostly picture. It's kind of weird. I will agree.
1: Hmm. So that's on our website. Anybody can go on there and look at it, right?
2: Yep. Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Facebook, not website. It's the big oh, difference. I'm sorry. The big difference. Hmm. <laughs> Where's it cheap to have a Facebook page? <laughs> we
1: do have a Facebook page.
2: Not for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I mean, a, ghost, a website. Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: well you we have the website, the the
2: whatever. Well you have your website, but
1: Yeah. Inegosproject com. That's right. So anyway.
2: What what else you got?
1: What do you got? Nothing. I actually was looking at this uh nothing.
2: <laughs> nothing. I got nothing.
1: Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> And I'm looking I, at this.
2: I got another thing. I'm oh, gonna, go ahead. I give I it to me. I keep going. I just didn't want to hog up the... No,
1: no. I'm just looking at this This thing. They have the best ghost podcasts, and uh, we're not even listed in them. Hmm, interesting.
2: <laughs> hmm. All right. Tell
1: that to the million, million downloads we get. <laughs>
2: hmm, okay. Wow. All right. So I got another pandemic thing. I'm just going forward with this theme. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, Madison Hill 24 is riding out the pandemic with her boyfriend in her apartment in Florence, Italy. Ooh, la la. Uh, she's originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Now she lives in Italy. So she always had her suspicions about her home, particularly the bathroom. Here we are. Bath- I told bathroom, you. Right? Yep. There was the sense that someone was watching her. That's got to be really unnerving in your bathroom. Uh, that would freak me out. Uh, uh, so there was a sense that someone was watching her. Doors slamming, towels inexplicably on the floor—that's not where they belong. A few weeks into quarantine, she, yes, she woke goes, up huh? to find some, yeah, to find something on her nightstand that did not belong there. It was a camera lens, one that she'd brought from the United States, but she lost it when she moved in and she'd long since ever given up on finding it, but suddenly it appeared on her nightstand. Ooh. Since then, other small objects, including a set of keys, have moved to strange new places inside her apartment. The reappearance of the camera lens in particular struck her as a mischievous, playful gesture, perhaps even a thoughtful suggestion that there could be be the perfect time for Ms. Hill who majored in film in college to pick up her old hobby so that's kind of strange so there's a picture here with keys a Tootsie Roll wrapper her camera lens and some other thing that I have absolutely no idea what it is it <coughs> a
0: little
2: plastic doohickey looking thing, it looks, maybe it's a magnifying I don't know what it is but yeah what do you do when you start waking up and you never know it's going to appear on your nightstand in the morning? So it
1: just the stuff just shows up there.
2: Stuff just shows up. That's what she says. Huh. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: But I mean, we all have that experience where we can't find
2: something, right? Mhm. Mhm. How um, many times have you looked in the same place a thousand freaking times? And it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. And then something makes you look there one more time, and you're like, "Here it is! Here it is!" I had that happen with a car key. Really? Yep. Yep. We we traveled, and I had we had parked the car in Logan, and I said, "I am going to put this key in this pocket of my my backpack because we're." You know, we're cheap. We fly <laughs> spirit. How appropriate spirit air airlines uh-huh. when we go to see our son because it's super cheap. So I would taken the key, an extra key with me because I'm like, what if my husband loses his keys? I don't know. Anything could happen. So I just and it's a fob. It's actually not a key. It's a fob. So right. I stuck it in my backpack. I'm like, yep. OK, all set. So if anything happens, I have this. So we come home, everything's fine. My husband didn't lose his keys. And like a week later, uh, I'm like, where's that fob? So, oh yeah, it's in my backpack. I go and look i had already emptied out my backpack. I look in the backpack in every pocket, no fob. Oh my God, what happened to it? Did I lose it? I dropped it. Did I, I don't know what happened. I must, I swear to God, I looked in this backpack three, four times Finally, I look in it again. There's the fob. I don't know.
1: So you looked at, it and it wasn't there.
2: I'm telling you, I I'm like I'm an, either I've completely lost it, or I swear to God this was not it couldn't have been here before. <laughs> there it was. There it was.
1: Dun the uh, that's not uncommon because one of the. Uh, uh, you know, uh symptoms of a haunted house is is where things disappear and then right. reappear. Yeah. Uh I know that when uh one of our investigators happened in an investigation, we went up to In by the Sea and uh and uh where the heck was it? It's up in Free in, uh Freetown. No not Freetown. Anyways, Cape Elizabeth. Uh and Manchester
2: uh, by the sea. Yeah. No. That's it. no. I know what you're saying. Yep.
1: And uh, anyways, we were we were at the hotel and um, we were doing a dinner and did an investigation. And I brought my red bag and there's a pouch on the end where I keep uh, like my EMF meter and uh, the thermometer thingy and another thing. It's like usually three things in there right. and it's not that big of a pouch. So I went to go to do the an investigation and I took the things out and I couldn't find my EMF meter. And I was talking to a small pouch the size of your your fist or my fist anyways Mm -hmm. and i checked and checked i couldn't find it anywhere else in the bag as well and so i borrowed somebody else's and we did the investigation and that night i went to put my stuff away and the first thing i did was i opened up the pouch to put the thermometer in it and there was the emf meter
2: oh my god
1: (laughs) it was not there earlier i mean it's not like you could miss it because it's only a
2: pouch (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's that is very bizarre yeah oh it happens all the time and and people lose things i i actually had a neighbor and she had lost a ring and it was not really valuable but it was sentimental Mm -hmm. uh her name's mary beth and she said i searched everywhere for this ring everywhere and uh I I can't imagine, you know, I always keep it in this certain, you know, I take it off. I put, put it in a certain place, but this one time it wasn't there and she had a, a dream and something in the dream or someone in the dream said, look in your, um, between your mattress, the bed frame and your mattress. And, that's, really? and she got up the next morning and that's where the ring, she found the ring Yeah.
1: And she looked for it, huh? And they yep. actually dreamed about it.
2: Yep. Someone, someone that had died and it was so, someone in her family that had died said, look for the ring here. And that that's where the ring was the next day. And she's like, I looked, I scoured this bedroom for the ring. So we
1: had, we had, uh, I had a, a, another case where, uh, these people had this Ouija board in their cellar and, uh, they used to use it once in a while and everything else. And then mm-hmm. one time uh, they heard a crash downstairs, and they went in and they found the Ouija board on the floor. And when mm-hmm. they picked it up, there was writing in the back of the Ouija board. <gasps> no. Yep, in a in a foreign language. They couldn't ah! figure out what it was.
2: A foreign language.
1: Yep, foreign language.
2: Oh my God, that's unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Very unbelievable.
1: But there's there's strange things like you know I mean one of my Ouija boards, of course, uh, that people send me because they're cursed, and <laughs> rather have me cursed uh, Yeah, is uh it's you know yeah, it. Yeah, used to, used to move by itself everywhere. So it the
2: whole Ouija board itself. Oh, no
1: Ouija board! Would they'd put it away in the closet and show up somewhere else?
2: Oh, stop!
1: Nope, true story. Let's
2: see, oh my God. Well, you never know. Mm-hmm. I, I so have... there's,
1: there's so many things we we don't explain. I mean, is it some type of uh, uh, I don't know dimensional transfer? You know where something goes out of one dimension and goes into another dimension and drops back. Mm-hmm. It's or is it a ghost? Or is it what? You know what what causes this? Is is it some type of Poltergeist activity where it actually moves. Mm -hmm. These are things you have to think think about when you're doing an investigation. What is, what are the the reasons for it? Now there are times when we have the human element involved, and uh, I remember Steve telling us about uh, his investigative team that was investigating a um nope, there's the pieces from the dead. Investigating him, huh? a uh, a haunted house, and he was in the one of the researchers was in the room, and he placed his uh, keys down in a next to the bed and where they that he was at,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then uh, he went to get them, and they weren't there, mm-hmm. and uh, he swore he never touched them or anything. But uh, luckily, they were doing. Uh, Video that night, and Mm -hmm. they had a camera in the room. They looked back on the camera, and sure enough, during the night, he took the keys and put them up on the mantle. Oh! (laughs) But he did not remember doing that at all. Right? Right. Okay. So sometimes it's not paranormal activity.
2: That's exactly right. We're all human, and honestly, I can tell you just. Just uh, throughout this whole thing, I just have felt really scattered, and uh, a couple of my other friends have said that to me this week. I feel so scattered this week, and uh, I, I, I have just been feeling that same way lately. Like, have I lost my mind? I just, I'm all over the place, and it's not my norm. So, hey, things. Things happen and you, and you do set things subconsciously or unconsciously.
1: Right. I agree.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: Anyways, we do have to wrap it up. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, or, or you're looking for a cool thing, check out, uh, the consciential or quintessential British <laughs> ghost project, uh, go to any dot com and, uh, check it out. And, uh, And we want to thank everybody for listening. And we want to thank our loyal Patreon fans who make this all happen. And uh, stay tuned next week. Good night. God bless.
2: Good night, everybody. Have a great one.